What are you, about like a size Limburger or like a size like sourdough? It's almost better than silence with me, Bren, and Basta, and Doug, and Zombie Jesus. It's Easter when we're recording this. Oh, yeah. What's up, everyone? Hey. We didn't want to spend time with our family, so we came to you guys. Back off, Zombie Jesus. Not now. <laughs> yeah, get him out of here. Not today. <laughs> this fucking asshole. <laughs> so, uh, what like, have you guys been playing? I just imagine, like, God's up there, and it's like, I let one guy come back to life, and now they got a fucking whole holiday on it. God, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I am of the mindset that Easter is like Valentine's Day. Uh, it's it's just a way for the plastic egg and candy companies to make a <laughs> make a quick buck. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's a big racket. Because I'm seeing yeah. more and more parents buying like toys. Like here's your Easter gifts. It's like what the fuck? Where where are you getting gifts on Easter? Like I never got gifts like candy, but like not like toys and stuff. Kids get toys now. Yeah, yeah, like baskets are full of like everything these oh, days, that's some and like, yeah, fucking knows? millennials. Are they millennials? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We are, I guess. My niece is like one and a half, and she's just got a bunch of toys. Whatever they are, babies. Fuck baby. No. Moving on. Um. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So off, let's talk about to video a games. Great start. Uh, I mean, Metal Gear Solid for five. Uh, Metal Gear Solid five for me. So I, you know. Same thing. I won't go into it. Yeah, I I'm kind of the same in the same boat where I'm. I've been playing Grim Dawn recently, but I have a little bit to talk about, and then we'll t- ask Matt the same question. But um, Grim Dawn, like the further I get into it, the more I'm just like falling deeply in love with this game. It's just so fucking fantastic. It's everything I ever wanted when it comes to like a Diablo two kind of clone. But, uh, so where did I put this? Hold on one second. I gotta pull this shit up. Yeah, because we have the program where we all talk to each other. You're, like, posting everything that you're doing and, like, all the cool stuff you got. And having never played the game and never played Diablo or anything similar to it, I'm just like, uh-huh. That's not ni- <laughs> that's nice, honey. Like, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. No, this might make sense to no one either, but I'll give it a stab for anyone who happens to play the game. And it maybe will encourage you to go try it out. But, um, so... Some of the things that, like, that I noticed in playing Grim Dawn and, like, a direct comparison to Diablo, like, I was saying on a previous episode how, like, the developers had the gamers in mind. And that being said, um, when you're, like, selling items to merchants and stuff, like, I remember specifically in Diablo 2, uh, you'd sell something to a guy and then be like, oh, fuck, I really wish I didn't sell that. And let's, like, just for, for, uh, shits and giggles say like you sold it to him he gave you 50 gold for it or whatever the currency is um and then you're like fuck i didn't mean to do that and you want to buy it back and he's like it's 2000 <laughs> it's like what the fuck that so always it's like, infuriates me to know yeah it. it's just like oh that's when it's like fallout when you're just like fine i'll just kill you and take it back like it's fully it- justified Oh, but you can't even do that. It's more or less like, uh, go find out how much money you want to get your item back. It's like a big fuck you. Like, yeah. it totally sucks. In Grim Dawn, doesn't exist. In fact, anytime you accidentally sell something, you can, in as long as it's within that session of selling it, I believe, you're able to undo it. And for no cost. Like, no fee or punishment. That's great. So that's fucking exciting. Uh, that made me really uh, happy. And in general, I'm pretty sure in the Diablo series, there's the Portal of Scroll or the Scroll of Portal and Scroll of Identify. Um, those are essentially negated in the Grim Dawn game because you can just press L to open up a rift and that basically you can portal whenever you want. Uh, and you have everything as far as when you find magic items and rare items, everything's like auto identified. So that hassle is no longer an issue. Um, so well, that's, and like, then here- that's like half the fun of D and D where it's like, Oh, you found a sword and it has magic in it. It's like, well, what kind? It's like, I don't know. And you use it against a rock and it explodes and you lose your hand. Yeah, no, I definitely, <laughs> well, the thing is, well, in Diablo, if you found something that you didn't know, uh, I don't think you could use it until it was identified. Wow. I forget if that's true or not. Mm. Yeah, but, um, that makes sense. 
Yeah, and so it it's kind of just less of a hassle than having to find a character to identify it or have an item that'll do it for you. Just like everything you find, you know everything about it. <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah. Um, and so here's a little bit of information on my character because like uh, humble brag time or like just bragging <laughs> in general. Uh, but so I I remember on when I first spoke about this, I said my character is an occultist, and then I also mentioned the fact that you have the ability to do a dual class. And in doing so, I went with an occultist and a shaman, and that ended up dual-classing me as a conjurer. So I'm a level 23 conjurer, and I have, like, two really badass hats, like, some crazy armor, uh, this amazing sword. But let me explain the hats first. Like, this brim-looking, like, kind of witch hat uh, that's called the Warding embroidered hat of thorns and i also have this uh luminous leather hood of potency which i'm rocking all the time a uh, leather lately. hood of potency L- a luminous leather hood of potency and which actually adds 50 percent to my light radius which i at one point had a a helmet that added 10 percent to my light radius which i was like holy shit that's awesome this is 50 percent, and it like is so helpful in dungeons you can see like everything um so you got a spotlight and- on your head you're a miner it just, yeah, really lights up the whole room you're in, and it's excellent. And to uh, aesthetically, it literally makes your character look like a ninja, uh, kind of like uh, from Mortal Kombat. It kind of makes you look like Scorpion, specifically. That's the only way I could put it. Hmm. And yeah, coincidentally, so he's badass. Scorpion produces the most light when he takes his hood off, because he's a flaming skeleton. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, but yeah, and then as far as my sword goes, this is the best part. It's this sword called Slithbane, and the interesting thing about this game, the first two times I was playing it, I was using like some kind of gun, like it was like a shotgun, and I was like, man, I can't wait to get a better uh, item. And then I got to the point where I was like, I forget it was 17 or 18, uh, and it said I could, uh, I don't know, no, I found this uh, sword called Slithbane, and it says like the the information on it it's like it's earned its name for the countless abomination skull it's split in two and it's an epic two-handed sword that i added uh this mutagenic iker component to which you can uh it's pretty cool it's kind of similar in diablo i think you could find like components that you can like augment your weapons and armor with and as you find certain ones like you'll find like little components and you can like if you have three of those components you can combine them to make one uh really badass like for instance like if you have three uh polished emeralds like it uh and you combine them you'll have like one that has all three of their combat all three of their effects combined and you can add that to a piece of armor or a a weapon and it's like that much more effective Hmm. the mental image i got for slithbane immediately was just an evil jedi like of bane from batman but he has a lisp (laughs) ah jesus no i'll (laughs) I'll include uh pictures in the show notes of my character the speaking of slithbane the sword is just like this badass two-hander that has like this like glowing green like aura on the edge on like the tip of it because i i don't know it does all a shitload of acid damage that's what the whole uh mutagenic iker uh augmentation i put on it does (laughs) a lot of grateful dead a lot of acid (laughs) damage Oh, totally. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm just like balls deep into fucking uh, Grim Dawn. In fact, just before getting on this recording, I beat the Warden Craig, and that was so fucking <laughs> badass. Like, it was amazing. I, I, just, know. I think it's Craig, Craig. Uh, from um, uh, Switchboard Infinity. Like, it, yeah, it's just weird to hear like, in a mythical like fantasy realm. It's just like, oh yeah, and Craig. Yeah, definitely. Um, in general, though, finding... Uh, the warden craig was a total bitch in fact like there was like this hidden laboratory you had to go through or god i don't this hidden laboratory i should just say it that way i think some like i don't know if it's our own podcast or somebody else gave somebody shit for saying laboratory and i'm like i don't know i say it interchangeably it's like i don't know i think it throws people off because we grew up watching dexter's laboratory and it was called laboratory but he said laboratory yeah maybe that's the issue He he had a weird accent for some kid in the middle of like kansas or something yeah, he did, didn't he? What what nationality or like ethnicity do you think he is? Was continues. That's to a be? great question. I don't know. I don't know. His dad and sister were blonde hair, and he, him and his mom were redhead. So like, they didn't have like too many dominant genes. They got clearly all the recessive ones. But like, I I assumed it was just like Ohio, just somewhere bland. <laughs> I mean, Ohio isn't an, an ethnicity. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Ohioan. 
<laughs> well, if they're not in an ethnicity, then I guess my, I'm not. My ancestors for from them. ancient Ohio. <laughs> Very <laughs> <laughs> great ancestors from 1934. <laughs> but um, how about you, Matt? What have you been playing? I've been playing more of this Agar IO. Um, it's been phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I really enjoy it. Um, it it it's so great. Like when I when I'm writing code and I need like five minutes to just decompress. I can open it up. You play for as long as you want. You're constantly dying, so it doesn't really matter. Well, at least I'm constantly dying, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it's it's just a great way to like not have to think for like five ten minutes. Um, beyond that, when I'm not playing this, uh, I've been playing more of uh, Hex Fervor. Think you're starting at the car. Yeah. Exactly. I've yet to beat my high score, but I've gotten close, and so I'm I'm very proud of myself uh, for for sort of holding the line, I guess. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of something. But keep going. Um, that's really it. I I don't play many okay. games. I've been busy with shit. That's <laughs> yeah, totally, shit. totally Bu- building Pinecast and whatnot. Yeah, there's a shitload of updates that've been going oh, live. So that many I've seen, good updates. So. Kudos to you. Um, but no, one last thing on Grim Dawn. I just had a note that I forgot to mention. In general, it's super forgiving. It even just generally uh, allows you to undo uh, your like upgrade choices. So you have the ability to choose between uh, cunning, spirit, and uh, physique every time you level up. And then you also get like a bunch of points you can put into like your uh, your class and stuff and like. It's just ridiculous how, like, if you choose something and you're like, ah, fuck, I really wish I didn't do that, there's literally, like, an undo button, like, which no, I feel like no no game in the genre really gave the player, so th- it's just fucking awesome. Ah, uh, man. Um, I know at the time we're recording this, though, there's currently an Ubisoft sale, and you know how much I love Ubisoft. Let me just get into some details about it, because it's great. Uh-oh. There's an Assassin's Creed, you know, with big, big sales, they'll bundle stuff together. So you like can buy like one or two games, but uh, individually, but collectively you get a cheaper price. Yeah, not with Ubisoft. They don't like that. They like your money. Um, so Assassin's I Creed like Rogue and Assassin's Creed Unity, you can buy individually for twenty seven ninety eight. But if you buy the Ubisoft bundle that's through the sale, which will be over by the time you hear this, thankfully, uh, it's thirty four ninety nine. And then there's Child of Light. Valiant Hearts and Trial Fusions you can buy individually all for twenty one twenty two, but if you buy them as a bundle, it's twenty four ninety eight. And then there's another bundle, but I think they took it down because I think they realized, but they haven't taken down the other bundles yet. So it's actually more expensive to buy them for this bundle for no reason. It gives you no extra stuff than it is to buy them alone. That blows. Ubisoft. Yeah, it's not the best. I wonder what their return policy is. Probably none. Uh, I believe it's like two hours. You have like two hours to return them on Steam. Mm. But I don't know if you would get the discounted price or if you get the bundle price or do you have to return both. I'm not sure how it works with bundles. But it it could be a lot easier if they just didn't charge you for nothing. Uh, Ubisoft's dumb. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> yes. Speaking of dumb, uh, I just want to hit this real quick. They announced sure. a while back, J.K. Simmons, who's probably the greatest incarnation of J. Jonah Jameson in Marvel movies of all time, uh, he's actually going to be Commissioner Gordon in the Justice League movie, but I have a feeling the Justice League movie might be in question now, after Batman vs. Superman opened up and is considered pretty much shit from everyone. Hmm. Like, like, you know, reviews are, you know, take it or leave them, you don't have to trust every single review. But Rotten Tomatoes is pretty good just because it gets a huge number and just aggregates everything. Uh, Batman vs. Superman on Rotten Tomatoes is actually doing worse than Paul Blart Markop. <laughs> oh, wow. That's saying yeah. a lot. It's got a 30% out of 100. So, yeah. That's not looking good for the DC movie universe. Well, you know, I- I've I've said this a few times, probably not on this podcast, but it, what it comes down to is like people are kind of sick of these superhero movies, right? Like it's, it was fine for the first five years, right? Where you had a Superman movie coming out every two, three months, you know, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, like what people really want, I think, and th- certainly this is just my fucking opinion, but like 
I think people want something more substantive than like, all right, I'm going to watch this for an hour and a half and then that's it. And it's going to be like lots of explosions and, you know, epic dialogue and whatever other bullshit they like to throw in there. And I think they just want like to ha- not necessarily to have a relationship with the characters in the movie, but it's like you spend all this time building it up for like an hour and a half and then it's like the same ending for every fucking movie, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, there's a big fight, and then somebody wins, and then you move on with your life. I can understand that, but, like, it's also hard to make that argument, especially since almost every other Marvel movie has done critically well and financially very well. Like, De- uh, Deadpool is one of the highest grossing movies of, like, all time now. Like, I think it's up in the sure, top 20%. but Deadpool is also a, a relatively new movie to theaters or a, a relatively new uh, comic to theaters, right? Like there, there haven't really been Deadpool movies in the past. Yeah. But I mean, also with like the X-Men movies, like days of futures past and uh, age of apocalypse is coming out and like those have done well. I think personally, this is my opinion. I think Zack Snyder, the director of them and who's being tied into justice league and a bunch of other DC movies is kind of like the M night Shyamalan of like comic book movies. He did really well with, like, the first one, and then, like, the second one was pretty okay, and then everything else since has been pretty bad. Mm. Like, he just, he doesn't have a good track record at this point. And I, don't, I still haven't seen the movie yet, but I, mm, I don't know. I'd, people have discussed, though, that the genre of superhero movies is going to be, like, what, like, Steven Spielberg calls them, like, the new Western. Like, they're going to be phased out eventually. They're not going to be this popular forever. So maybe every few years we'll get, like, a really good one, but... I, I do agree with you. Even as a big comic book fan and a movie fan, I am sick of Marvel putting out like 10 to 12 movies a year now. Like, it's a bit much. Yeah, and even if even if they just did like so, something lower budget, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, it, they, they can tell a pretty damn good story without having to like spend $100 million on special effects, you know? Like, if, yeah. if the only thing that you're going to see it for is like the branding and then... Like the the graphics, like you can get that with, you know, a, quite a lot of movies these days. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they could they could do a question movie where he's just a detective, but he wears like a mask and has like a trench coat and all that. Like it doesn't have to be superpowers and stuff. It could just be a, like a crime noir, but he just happens to be a superhero. Like they could mix up the genres a bit. Like a superhero doesn't have to be a genre. They could be other genres with a superhero in it. Yeah, I want to know when they're going to do a, a Superman musical, because I think that there's a lot of opportunity there. I don't. After how terribly the Spider-Man one, man one went, I don't believe they ever will. Like, didn't a person die from the Spider-Man? Yeah, we like oh, seen that on the show. As, as a movie, I'm, I'm just kidding. That would be terrible. Oh, would be as a movie, idea, but like as. <laughs> but quick, like question. that one weird episode of Scrubs, right? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I know exactly the one. Um. Uh, while we're on the topic, what who do you guys really think is gonna walk away, Victor, Superman, or Batman? Because like I feel like most fans are just kind of scoffing at it and just like, who do I think wins in the movie, or who do I think would actually win in a real fight? Let's say in a real fight, and then after we say those answers, we'll talk about in the movie because I think we already know that it's gonna end in like a draw. Yeah, once the trailer came out with Doomsday jumping down, and it's like, well, like then it's over because they're both going to have to team up to fight Doomsday because Doomsday's killed Superman in the comics. Like, so he's clearly strong enough to take down Superman alone. So it's like, well, you guys just kind of fucking ruined the movie, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well then we don't need to bring that up. So who do you guys think would actually win movie or not? Hmm. I'll let Matt go first. Cause I know I'll just rant about it for a while. So I'll try and condense my yeah, answer. I-, I know you have like legitimate backing <laughs> up. Like, well, Hmm. I mean, it's it's tough to say. I mean, Su- Superman versus Batman. Um, definitely Superman. I mean, he fucking f- made time go backwards by flying around <laughs> the fucking Earth without a spacesuit. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. Like that. That's just like that is literally supernatural, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. He's got like some gadgets and shit and like dead parents or whatever, but like (laughs) (laughs) his greatest power, dead parents. I mean, I guess it's like, it's like a weird sort of like sports drink having dead parents, I guess. Um, because clearly that's, (laughs) I mean, honestly, like I think Batman is a really shitty superhero. 
you know, like not not as far as like deeds go, but as far as like I don't know, just the concept. I think it's sort of like a weird concept, and certainly like there's there's a lot more nuance to the comics than there is to to the, like the movies and and TV shows and whatever. Superman sort of Im- embodies the um, American. I guess dream. we. Well, not the American dream, but sort of like the the personification of, you know, like having actual superpowers, right? Like what kid doesn't grow up like having dreams where he can fly, right? Or like what what person, you know, doesn't, you know, like want to be able to lift up fucking cars or whatever. Batman isn't really somebody that people can idolize, right? Oh, I agree a thousand percent. I've always been the person growing up that I'm like, I don't give two shits about Batman. And everyone I've ever met is like, you're an idiot. Batman's the <laughs> shit. And I'm like, uh, really? Yeah, I, I, I just, I I'm not I impressed. There, there, there's something missing for me where it, like, I, maybe I just don't get it or whatever, but like, it just, he, he seems like such a pointless character and he's always fucking whining and complaining and, I'm with you, Matt. I'm so with you. I know, like, we just lost, like, half of our audience, but it's quite all right. Bren, what do you have to say about it? I always like Batman the best when he's by himself, like, in Gotham, like, or with the Bat family. Like, when he's with the Justice League, it's hard to really root for him because it's like, oh, he's the world's greatest detective. It's like, well, then why the hell is question on the Justice League at all if he's going to be the second best detective? It's like, oh, well, Batman's also the world's best martial artist. It's like, well, then why the hell do we have any of these 47, like, superheroes that only specialize in martial arts? Like, with the Justice League, they have to have so many um, hyperboles with him, like, where he's the best of, like, this genre. But it's always within human boundaries. Like, it can't be superpowers. And he's also the richest and the most, like, brilliant uh, inventor and all this other stuff. So, when it comes to Justice League and the other heroes, it's really tough. But when he's by himself... I think Batman shines the best with his rogue gallery of Arkham Asylum and all the villains. Like, the villains are some of the best. So I think, personally, that's why I love Batman, is, like, the world of Gotham and all the villains he has. I can get behind that. I was just going to say, I really believe the fans are in for, in it for the villains, too, a little bit. That's why I love Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, because it gets almost every single character right. And it makes them, it shows different sides to them that they're not just like, meh, I'm a villain, like twirling mustaches and throwing big, comedically large bombs. Like, you know, and yeah. the Adam West Batman uh, series, it was supposed to be campy. It was a joke. It They knew it was dumb when they were making it. So anyone who points that out, like, it's it was tongue in cheek. Um, but the villains are always cool. And there's always like a humanizing story. I've wondered if maybe like the fact that the Batman as a character being sort of limited in terms of like his actual ability to, to be sort of manipulated as a superhero, you know, and it's just like, Oh, well, he's just a guy that's rich and has dead parents and, you know, happens to like be kind of strong or whatever. Like I wonder if, if the writers have, have sort of used that weakness to turn um, the villains into something better than just, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Batman is almost kind of like a blank slate and all the villains are reflected uh, traits of his individual personality or like small aspects of his collective personality. So every villain kind of has like the scarecrow is the element of fear Batman uses to scare villains. Clean slate. <laughs> what I feel like one track gamers makes that joke whenever they talk about Batman. They're like clean slate. I don't know what it's referencing. So <laughs> hopefully if you guys listen, you'll laugh at that. I I don't know either um <laughs> but yeah each like each one of batman's like big heavy hitter villains are kind of like an individual uh, reflection of part of his personality as a whole so when they're all collective they're batman and it's kind of just like blah. like he's just moody and grumpy and just doesn't seem that you know well developed but when he battles one villain at a time you can see those parts of his personality being highlighted in that specific story but when it comes to batman versus superman here we go the clear argument is Superman, because he is a hero f- born out of propaganda. He was used to motivate the people of America at that time when they were at war. So he's just generic superhero example one. He has, at some point, he has had every power, and at some point lost all those powers. He's so powerful, they tried to kill him off multiple times. And he did die, but to show how powerful he was, he came back every time, though. And in the ongoing series of Injustice, which... At this point, it's just get, keep going for the money because God knows that they clearly ran out of story a long time ago. Um, 
the planet is invaded by parademons who are the minions of Darkseid. And when Batman just, or when Superman just doesn't give a shit anymore, he's like, no, you're killing people and I'm stopping this now. He flies around the earth, obliterates every single parademon with his laser vision in like less than a second. So it proves how strong he is. In one comic, I think he actually rips a sun in half, like the, a star of some sort. So Superman is exactly as powerful as he needs to be at any given time because you can't rip a star in half and do that, but then struggle to hold up a two-story building. Like, clearly your, his strength levels are so skewed to each story, he's never consistent enough to actually make a real comparison. And his super, his biggest superpower of all time is pretty much just plot convenience. He does whatever needs to be done for the story's sake. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think it's a fair fight for anyone against Superman, because he's always going to win in some way. Yeah, I saw like this, like, I don't think I saw the whole movie. Maybe I did back in the day, but one of the more recent Superman movies, there was a clip going around when people were talking about this specific topic. And it's an, it's a, I don't know if it was a GIF or an actual video clip, but regardless, it's him just walking into like this, like, Gatling gun blasting into his chest and then like this one bullet goes like directly into his eyeball and just like bounces right off so it's just like yeah there's no stopping something like that that's uh Superman Returns with Brandon Roth I believe yeah it bounced like it bounces off his bare eyeball so it's like yeah it's you know I love Brandon Roth he's great he's great on a ton of stuff unfortunately he's just in a lot of shitty things <laughs> like I feel like I saw that movie actually and it's just way long isn't it well, that's a uh, uh, that movie is a great example because at one mo- moment Lex Luthor, Kevin Spacey, stabs him with a shard of kryptonite and breaks it off inside of him, and Superman, for all intents and purposes, is like dead, like he's dying. He can't he can't even hold himself up. He's so weak. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the movie, he lifts up the entire island of kryptonite that Lex Luthor makes and throws it into space. Yeah. So it makes no sense. It's all plot convenience. Like so, su- I think Superman is a fundamentally broken character. So I don't think it's ever a fair comparison to put him up against anyone. Because yeah. each of his villains that had to be a challenge get increasingly powerful. It's like a Dragon Ball Z character. They get so powerful at a certain point, they can't be any more powerful. Or they come from a weird parallel dimension where they're the strongest in that universe and have went across multiverses to find out someone who's the same level as them. So it's just kind of like, ah, ah, it's just a mess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, the real sort of like weaknesses or like character flaws that Superman has sort of derive from his dual identity, which is sort of interesting from a story perspective, but like nobody goes, nobody goes to a movie with Superman to be like, Ooh, is anybody going to figure out who he is? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, but I mean, like I said, I haven't seen Batman vs Superman yet, but apparently it's going to be terrible. If you want a good movie that has them fight against each other, I would recommend the dark Knight returns which was a very old comic by Frank Miller. I mean, 1986. So, I mean, depends on what you just define as very old. Uh, but they turned it into an animated movie a few years back, and it's real good, like really good. So uh, it follows the comic very truly, and that's what Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of, New Dawn, Dawn of Justice, whatever the fuck it's called. That's what this is essentially based off of. It's old Batman coming out of retirement. It's going like, fuck this. I'm cleaning up Gotham once and for all. And then, in the end, he ends up fighting Superman over it. So, you can find that somewhere online, and don't have to cheat, see Ben Affleck. <laughs> nice. Um, let's keep this nerd discussion train going with uh, something I'm fucking extremely excited about. When I first heard about it, I actually didn't believe it was true. I'm like, this is too good to be true, and I'm freaking the fuck out. I but, think uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Adult Swim announces two new seasons of Cult a classic anime hit fully coolly and that's not what i thought (laughs) well save it for what you want to talk about but holy fuck dude fully coolly is my number one anime like i've it's like it goes back and forth between a couple but like definitely number one because it's just so it means the world to me it's so funny the animation i have it on blu-ray and i watch it occasionally and it's just like every single time i watch it it's as if it's like the first time and it's so fucking amazing it's unlike anything i've ever uh witnessed so it's one of my all-time favorites if you're an anime fanatic and you haven't seen it by all means go check that shit out but uh yeah 12 brand new episodes coming to Adult Swim on their Toonami block, uh, and they're going to break that into two seasons, so six episodes apiece. Um, picks Dang. up 
picks up right where we left off, I guess. Uh, I'm not 100% sure about that. But the interesting thing is, the, another question was, uh, will the original cast and uh, the pillows be on board? And they tweeted about it, and they said yes to both. The pillows? The pillows, the band, the Japanese band that does the soundtrack and most oh. of the music for it, they are amazing. Uh, honestly, they they it's often said they are like the Japanese equivalent of, of the Beatles. Like they are fucking amazing. Hmm. Neat. I know on my side of anime, we'll finish this up quick because Matt's here and he hates anime. Um, Not that I, I don't hate anime. That's that is patently so you, untrue. You just have. I just don't have any exposure. Yeah, but for me, erased. And the third arc of Do Ra 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 X2 just finished, and I'm dead inside. I have nothing less left to live for with both of those done. They were both up there with some of my favorites, and they're both finishing at the same week. And I'm just like, <sighs> damn, they're so man. good. Um, but was that? But I, yeah. what I was excited for is a game that is hilarious. Just got some DLC. The game is called Cobra Club. And it's all about sending dick pics. God You're damn just it. some. D- <laughs> this is so you. This is friend's dumb game of the podcast of the week. Ah, <laughs> uh, here we go. It's just like a naked dude standing in a mirror, and you're just taking pictures of your dick, and you can change <laughs> it and alter. And the DLC is it's like a fully customizable dick now. <laughs> oh man! And you can download the 3D model like of it by itself. <laughs> it's so great. That's incredible. <laughs> uh, I'm putting it in the conversation in case you guys want to look at it. <laughs> yeah, I'll put I actually in don't. The show notes. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I I could do without oh, that in my life. I'm sure no one does, but it's hilarious. Uh, it's that is the ridiculous. Guy who made it is named Robert La- uh, Robert Yang, and he just does a bunch of these types of games. It's just they're weird and bizarre, and just I can't I can't think of any reason for doing it besides he does it like for his own enjoyment, like. For the There's lulls. no practical purpose. This it's literally a game for the ridiculous. Brain. Yeah, uh, this I just, is probably the farthest you've ever gone. <laughs> I just want it. I, I feel like we should do a segment of like Brent's dumbass game of the week. Yeah, well, the it. thing is, like, I don't know. Most like when you're like uh, naked dad simulator, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was showering yeah. with your dad simulator 2000, which I yeah. Beat. Well, there's like a bunch of these crazy titles for these games, and like it all sounds like most when you hear the title, you're like, "Oh, there's gonna be dicks involved." Like typically, then when you investigate, it's like it's either blurred out or like nothing too crazy. Like this is just like straight up in your face. Like you're like modeling and crafting. Like the whole game is dick. Like there's nothing else besides the dick. <laughs> so uh, if you're it's into hilarious. that, if if you like. <laughs> I don't know if anyone really is. No. It's it's a parody game. Like, it's a joke game. Um, but also something that's a joke. Uh, Rock Band 4 uh, on the Kickstarter crowdfunding or whatever they're doing. Not Kickstarter. Because it's on fig.co, which I think is a scam. Um, but apparently you can buy every single song that Rock Band has ever made. Like, that's been on the Rock Band catalog. Huh. If you fund it on fig for $2,500. Holy fuck. That's not even the what? highest tier of donation you can do. That just, that sounds like sort of bullshit, because at the same time, you can also pirate all of those songs off the internet for zero dollars. So, like, mm-hmm. you have to really, really, really want to just support the fuck out of them. Yeah. To get that for $2,500? Jesus. Why would you ever do Rock- that? Rock Band 4 being crowdfunded on fig.co for the PC port. This isn't even for the actual, like, the final game. This is just the PC port. Everything about that sentence seems dumb to me. Like, it's completely stupid. And there's, like, a $10,000 donation level where you can have a song in the game. Like, if you're, like, a band or a musician, you can put your song on the game. And for $10,000, though, like, really? That's kind of the highest thing? I just... And I think it has, like, nine days left, and it hasn't even made a third of its goal. So I really don't expect this to happen, and I really don't want it to. I feel like this is dumb in every aspect. Even dumber than Cobra Club. Dumber than a game about dick pics. That's the ABTS review of Rock Band 4. <laughs> dumber <laughs> than a game about dick pics. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Thanks for that one, Bren. Always bringing the gold material. Oh, yeah. Um, so, do you guys want to do a conversation game? 
Sure. Which conversation game are we doing? The thing is, I don't have what's that sound ready, so I was going to say what uh, I was walrus, and I'll be quick with categories. (laughs) Just send us YouTube links, and we promise we won't look at the title. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Promise. We'll we'll promise. I I want to judge. Uh, You want to? Yeah, I want to judge a game of I was the walrus, because I think that would be fun. I haven't judged in like a fucking year. I'm so sick of you. That's a lie. All right, well then, let's play uh, I Was the Walrus. Okay. So scientists have discovered a new color, right? I don't know how. They've done it. Uh, let, let's just hand wave Science. that part away. All right. Let's say scientists. humans evolved and that happened. Yeah. And they, they form a committee to name this new color. And you get put Fuck. in charge of the naming committee. What do, what do you name the color? And uh, if an explanation is required, what what is that explanation? Okay. Hmm. And it's funny you bring this up because I, I, I read an article that I don't really believe at all. It was like saying that they think ancient people didn't see the color blue. And that's something that's more. Oh, that's totally legit. That's totally legit. Is that? Yeah. I could understand how like through evolution, like we need to evolve to identify different like berries or whatever. Like I could see how that. It could be real. Wow. So the, they would look at this guy and see something different from us today. That Well, I mean, it's, it's like tones, you know? Yeah, it'd be like the scales of different colors. Wow. That blows my mind. Um. All right. Well, then. You good, Doug? Yeah, I think I'm ready. It's I don't really know why I'm going with it, but I'm going to. Bren? Oh, yeah. I, I was okay. really instantly. All right. On three. Ready? One, two, three. Uh, mine would be called Dro D R O. Okay, Bren. Oh, I thought you were gonna explain something. I thought you were gonna follow. Uh, uh I'll oh. explain later. Mine would be Hodgins. 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 Isn't that like a disease? Yeah, Hodgkins. has to be Hodgkins lymphoma. Hmm, I'm gonna regret this choice, aren't I? Hodgkins mm. lymphoma. That's exactly what came up in Google. I immediately. said Hodgmans. Okay, how do you spell Hodgman, that? Like John Hodgman? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> it's like it's like a weird mix to put between like yellow and like uh, maybe like a brownish haze. But every time you paint it, there's automatically one mustache. Like no matter where you paint it. No. <laughs> God damn it. The color. I mean, has I can't go with this. I didn't. I just didn't think this through. <laughs> uh. Daddy, why um, does this guy have a mustache? <laughs> you see, it's it's Hodgman. Well, it's just this weird Hodgman mix of the mustache. light spectrum and the cones in our eyes that have now developed through evolution that enables us to see this new color. And at the right angle, it just looks like mustaches can be like every like, three feet. Hmm. Uh, the thing is, like, think about this from an art perspective. Uh, you, like, if someone's saying, like, oh, that looks yellowish, you can't be, like, Hodgman's-ish. Like, that's just, like, a really awkward thing no, to say. No, it would be Hodgie. Dro, dro is just a, a singular uh, syllable word that is just kind of, like, blue, but it's dro. And also, uh, in me Googling it, I was like, why, why does this uh, come the word come to mind? Uh, on Urban Dictionary, dro is <laughs> oh hydroponically grown marijuana. So, apparently, oh. and that's... Uh, <laughs> So who would have thought it'd it come back to weed? It's homegrown, uh, for those who don't know what hydroponically means, so. I thought you were gonna say, like, drow, like in D&D, like the race of drow creatures. So, and I guess then the color would be kind of a mix of, uh, bright green and purple. Bright green and pur- okay. I can, I can buy that. When I heard you say dro the first time, I, I thought it was gonna be, like, a really shit version of Dre. And, like, oh, please, just, no. just terrible Beats headphones. by drone. <laughs> yeah, be- beats by Dro. It it just hits you on the head. 
Oh, jeez. Please no one buy those. Another thing that came to mind, I was like, in the Elder Scrolls, there was like an enemy, like, I think they're just like general zombies, and they're called like Drow. I think it was like D-R-E-G-H-R. Yeah, and I thought you were supposed to pronounce it Dro, but I was never sure. Mm. Because they're in Skyrim, and they are horrific. Oh, no. D-R-A-U-G-R. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know how to say that, Mm. so whatever. They're like, oh, cool, it's a zombie. And then he's like... 50 times higher level than you like he's just strong as on the hell all hell so i don't know why that came to mind but regardless what do you think matt well i want to i want to know why why dro is is the name to is the name to choose because uh, because that could uh, does it have a good mouthfeel do you think yeah it could mix uh red blue red blue dro instead of red blue hodgkins yellow uh it's not hodgkins that's Hodgman. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm Hodgins. just trying to. I'm purposely like uh, ruining him. <laughs> I didn't think about the color from an artistic perspective, like you said, Doug. Because I didn't even think about it from a logical perspective. I just thought <laughs> of a weird word and went with it because I was too busy looking up the mantis shrimp that has 16 different cones in its eyes to perceive color, whereas we only have three. Hmm. Think about that. Ooh. Think about how many colors that thing sees. Those he sees Dro and Hodgman. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, and like forty two versions with, of it. I, I I hate doing it because I I don't like Bren winning things. But I, <laughs> I I'm gonna have to go Damn with his it. answer because I oh. I sort of like the idea of like having something be a color and just sort of seeing in a weird way John Hodgman looking back at you smiling with his mustache. <laughs> I, Isn't you know what, what everyone wants? I don't mind it either. So <laughs> I feel like when I feel like when Matt's on, he's the me and I'm the Mark. Like, that is very accurate. <laughs> See, I don't want him to win, but goddamn, like, I don't have a choice. Hmm. I'm just gonna pick dildos for the next one. And see <laughs> it works for me. Okay, let's see. Um, if you could ban one type of clothing permanently and forever. You you are temporarily elected president of the world for a day, and you you're able to ban <laughs> one type of clothing forever. What what would it be? Done. I'm ready. I got one, but I'm trying to think if there's anything I hate more. Uh, does kick, wearing bread bags at shoes count as clothing? I mean, I guess no. So, but the question no really actually comes: Do you want your answer to be fucking bread bags? No, depending on the bread, I, I'm okay with them being shoes. Actually, if you got like bimbo bread as shoes. That's hilarious. You know, one thing you see is you see people wearing bread bags on their feet, but you don't see people wearing bread bags with bread still in it on their feet. Put oh, they'd be like odor eaters, like Dr. Scholl's. Yeah, like, like odor, they keep your feet kind of dry and they, they'd offer yeah. some cushioning. Yeah, you don't see that. Uh-huh. Screw Pinecast, let's make bread shoes. <laughs> Breadshoes.biz. <laughs> I'm going to register it. that right now. Hold on. Um, yeah. Uh, bread shoes. It's like one of my favorite bands is like churches. Bread and shoes? <laughs> bread shoes. Bread shoes. Their, their website's like churches.sp because someone bought the, bought it, their domain name in Ireland, so they just based it out of Spain. Well, I'm just naming this episode Bread Shoes to see how many people <laughs> click on it. <laughs> it's fine by me. Um, uh, where can, where can I right. get the dot biz? Dot gov? Dot can we biz. pretend to be the government? Oh, there is no Is that dot illegal biz. yet? Can I not buy bread shoes dot biz? There's no dot biz. I can buy breadshoes.org. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> On three. Ready? One, two, three. Overalls. Flat brim hats. Hmm. I didn't expect. I, I thought you, you guys were going to say like Uggs or Crocs or. I can understand Uggs because even girls I've talked to who wear them, they're like, oh, no, they're called Uggs because they're ugly as all hell. And everyone agrees on that. But they're comfy and warm. I'm like, all right, they're just like slippers like i i can understand that and god knows i've been outside in my pajamas enough times to you know i can't look down on anyone okay so overalls or coveralls depending on what part of the country you're from what 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 explain this to me why would you want to ban this they just look goofy as hell they're talk about antiquated they're just something that you don't see anymore and if 
imagine like you go through your closet and that's all you had, you'd probably be really upset. So if we could uh, save someone that that trauma, I think we'd be doing a good thing. <laughs> I just open my closet one day. It's like, all right, what am I gonna? Oh fuck! It's, it's nothing overall. but overalls. <laughs> It's a good point. I, I probably would be like, shit. I'd be like, where? how the fuck am I going to like function in society? I look this? like one of the Tanner sisters from Full House. Damn it. Sad thing is, like, farmers are just like, no. How, do many farmers actually wear those? Like, we think know. of farmers wearing them, but I'm wondering, like, modern day farmers, if they actually do or not. Probably not. Yeah, that was probably me just being, I don't know. Just an old stereotype. Yeah. All right. And, and Bren, what, what about you? Do I need to explain it? What what is the only thing good that Flat Brim Hats has given us is the key and peel sketch of them making fun of Flat Brim Hats. Everything else they've done for us has just weighed us down and hurt us evolutionarily. They're hurting our race. So by Flat Brim Hats, for for, for the listener at home that hasn't ever dressed themselves, I guess, or something. Um, <laughs> it's never been outside in the last decade. Yeah, basically, when when we millennials were kids, you would buy a baseball cap, <laughs> and no. you would curl the the rim of it, and mm-hmm. like it it. I remember being in school, and like the person that had the most curled hat was like the coolest person. I don't know why that was a uh, thing. I remember yeah. like the two times I've worn hats in my life, like you're you know seeing people curving it more, like trying to make it super curved. Yeah, and now. Um, apparently not only do they have hats that don't have any initial curl in them, but th- it is like a thing to have a hat that is completely flat in the front. And then also, uh, sometimes has stickers on it. So it'll be like, they keep the sticker on like, so it's like mint yeah. condition. Like it's like, yeah. if it's supposed to be mint condition, you shouldn't be wearing it outside. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're dumb as fuck, and I agree. But the thing is, I still think a better answer than that even would be uh, visors, because there was like a small portion, like period of time in like the early, maybe like just two thousand one that year only, where people were like, "Visors are cool," and no, they're not. Yeah, I, or, like, whoever thought that I, was okay was not not a real person. The, every time I think of visors, I think of like the like blackjack dealer at a casino with the green one, or like who's doing like tag like. The like a bank teller, yeah, yeah, yeah. But or like a like, like a small small Asian woman walking to the bus stop with her her metal cart for shopping, <laughs> or always the metal cart. Yeah, but you mean like the ones people use for like golfing and stuff, where it's just a hat but without the top, like the, exactly. The yeah, yeah. I, that seems kind of pointless because like you're keeping the sun out of your eyes, but also like you could get their head be hot. I don't know. It's not like you're not going to mess up your hair with a visor. No, yeah, I can't defend it. Like, these are also terrible. If only this was a live thing. It's like, for those just tuning in, this is a hat analysis podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Almost Better Than Hats. We give you your alternative to headwear. Oh, fuck. We're doing... I was walrus. Wait, so... uh, so, I feel like the visors were just douchey frat guys. Like, I... And, like, people that played golf. Like, if you're over 40 and played golf, fine. But if you're... Under forty, you shouldn't be wearing a visor. So I, I, I'm still having trouble with with the the overalls. So, what kind of overalls specifically we're we talking about? All kinds of overalls? Are we talking about denim? Like, denim. denim. I don't know okay. if there's others out there, but that's what is sticking to All my right. mind. We need to do. Hey a guys, bit what are Mario's research. overalls? Oh god damn it! We did this joke. <laughs> <Da-da-da-da>. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. Yeah, so so what did, what do you think Nintendo is going to have to say about sort of this? <laughs> You're ruining issue? Mario. You're destroying the franchise. The thing is, it's only physical uh, uh, overalls that I'm taking. Like, if there's any drawings or pictures of them, like that, that can exist, and people will be like, <laughs> "Look at those ugly things." They say years ago, our <laughs> ancestors wore these decorative <laughs> pants, but they had suspenders to them. We know, no, we not know what it's called. But some believe they be overalls. How strange uh, we've evolved, like fashion-wise. Like in the 1800s, people were like purposely just like wearing like white wigs and like I don't even know. It's just like crazy shit. What about train conductors? What are they going to do? <laughs> what about six-year-olds who are going into dress better? What about six-year-olds who are going into school to finger paint? Um, I feel like overalls were a lot around then. In both scenarios, you just gave them expensive tuxedos. 
Okay. That'd be a switch. Overalls are now the classic uh, wardrobe, and then tuxedos are now like the like you, know, you see a homeless guy in a tuxedo, or you see like a a farmer digger wearing a tuxedo. Yeah, like they're the dirty clothes. That'd be a fun world. God, I really don't want Brenda win this. <laughs> Please, because then he's gonna see, shut me I, out. He's I don't even have to argue for half. I don't even have to argue for flat room hats because everyone knows you're a douche. No, no one likes them. You're definitely right. I've seen a so, bunch of like. Is it that you just people. don't like the overalls, or you don't like the people, Doug? No, it's not that I don't like the people. I don't like the overalls. You it's don't like the farmers uh, of our country. It's those people. It's me against overalls. Nothing else. Uh, you don't, don't like know. anybody that lives in central or Rocky Mountain time zones, is what you're saying? <laughs> no, no. If I got a if I got a problem with farmers, it's the goddamn daylight savings time. Fenia. We don't need it anymore. I'm grateful for farmers because I love chocolate milk. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep, the only place you can get chocolate milk left in the world. A true farmhand. Because <laughs> you know, after after a hard day of working on the farm, the farmer goes into his barn and he pulls down his overalls and he squeezes his, his laden teat and, and all of the chocolate milk comes out into a, a milk pail. Yeah, from like Wait, the is this the farmer's cow. teat? Yeah, the farmer's no. teat. Yeah. Oh. No. That's where chocolate milk comes from, as we all know. No. It comes it comes physically from the farmer. Yeah. That that's disturbing. <laughs> oh, I always God. just thought there was like an actual brown cow floating around there, like that's he's the one source. Yeah, so, you gotta shake him up every now and then. <laughs> here here's here's my take on this. I think I think that flat brim hats are just the everything that's wrong with people mm-hmm. these kids these days and so why are you fighting me so hard well he, because <laughs> just, here's the just thing pick me matt just let no, me li- win. listen listen hear me out on this right Th- there's nothing wrong with people that wear overalls besides th- that they're a little bit silly right but i <laughs> it, it's not the flat brim hats that are wrong it's the people wearing the flat brim hats that are wrong and so i'm gonna go ahead and go with doug's answer simply Yay! because it, whoa I, I, I understand the logic. I see it. I really do. It's fucking crystal clear I understand the logic. I just argue with it highly because it's dumb. You argue oh, with no. it highly. Oh, man. That's excellent. All right. You're asking, like, what person would you want to get a, get rid of uh, from history? And I'd be like, Donald Trump, because it's topical. And you're like, <laughs> no, you want to get rid of his supporters, not him himself, so you're wrong. And it's like, well, then what if I said Hitler? Then you would argue in favor of the Nazis because you wanted to get rid of them instead of Hitler themselves? It's like, mm, I am mad at you, Matt. I, I would, I would argue that, that at all. I, I, would, I would argue that getting rid of the Nazis rather than getting rid of Hitler might we're not going to go down that road. Never mind. <laughs> right? Right? But you chose against the flat brim hat. You're a Nazi. Is that how that argument went? You know what, Bren? <laughs> um, God damn it. Give it to me? Jesus Christ. You to change your vote? No, I'm not. Do it. Do nope. it. No. Do it. Un- Do it. Moving right it's- along. Round three. Um. By the way, I can either get breadshoes.ca oh. or I can get <laughs> breadshoes.ca dot yoga or bread shoes dot rocks dot rocks dot rocks actually bread shoes dot rocks this is amazing <laughs> yeah i'm gonna do it bread shoes dot rocks. <laughs> oh god <laughs> D- just redirect it to pinecast the, yeah the, this week's episode <laughs> this week's episode of almost better than silence is brought to you by hover.com <laughs> god damn it it's not actually. Don't spend your money on Hover.com. It's a waste. Um, <laughs> amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, I got a good one. I got a real good one, guys. Scale of 1 to 10. This, this is like an 8. All right. You guys, for whatever reason, are about to play a prank on everybody going to a restaurant franchise of your choice. And so through whatever means you deem correct or necessary or whatever, you have to play a prank on everybody that visits a restaurant franchise. So like everybody that visits Subway or like everybody that visits TGI Fridays, what is the restaurant and what is the prank? Hmm. God damn it. We could have ended with the clothing. Could have wrapped this up. Nope. Uh, I have a chance Where's to steal. Where's the fun in that? I got to set up a page for moved- breadshoes.rocks. 
<laughs> can we all like can we do homework for this assignment? I and am ready. Everyone everyone here right now and everyone listening to it, take a picture of you wearing loaves of bread for shoes and send it to that website. Or send it to us and we'll put it on that website. And that's all the website will be. Yeah, I, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna make it a Tumblr. I'm gonna set up a Tumblr right now. So we have to do a prank and a restaurant to do the prank at? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm ready. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I could. Uh, I won't win because of how dark it is, and I know Matt won't like it. Yeah, he's not gonna like mine either, so it's gonna be really <laughs> pressing. Mine's just so inappropriate. <laughs> he's gonna be morally against it. Just go with it. That's what I need to win. <laughs> All right, I'm ready then. All right, on three, one, two, three. Mine is. Panera bread, and as you walk in the door, instead of a pail of water falling and hitting you on the head, it's just a bunch of a pail of rocks. <laughs> With every sandwich, you get a free concussion. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I was expect. I, I was thinking like, oh, you say like a big bucket of sesame seeds, or <laughs> I was thinking like food, yeah, like you know, ranch dressing or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, friend. Oh, rocks. The cool thing is, each rock has the 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 website on it. But go. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great campaign move. Good branding. Um, mine would be at Subway, and it would be a campaign slogan that would be forced upon them, and everyone that comes in would be given one flyer with a picture of Jared Fogel on it, and it says, kids love our footlongs, and it'll be advertising like a free kids meal and stuff, and it's hilarious because he's a pedophile. Who is this joke for? <laughs> <laughs> People that hate Subway. Oh, no, I know. So, so your uh, your goal is to troll Subway and not the, the visitors. Well, I guess you kind of are trolling the visitors in a way. You're definitely trolling right? the visitors. That's terrifying. Because they're already in there and they're like, all right, I'm just going to get a sandwich real quick and I'll go back to the office and get started on that like 402K report. And it's like, oh, right. This is the pedophile restaurant. Hmm. So... It- <laughs> explain or you know a big bucket of rocks whatever <laughs> explain why you want to dump buckets of rocks because I, I was just thinking i couldn't incorporate shoes into it but bread shoes that rocks <laughs> but uh, oh, okay. uh but thinking i was like panera bread that's somewhere where they're they're probably not expecting to get pranked at all and i thought as, you were saying the whole I, pail of water thing i was thinking that's a pretty common prank to pull off on everyone that walks in but instead of it being water let's do it be rocks and they they won't forget that i thought you were gonna say <laughs> i couldn't incorporate shoes into it as in you couldn't put a bucket of rocks and shoes above the door because that'd be silly like i thought that's where you were going <laughs> well no at one point my mind was thinking oh well as soon as they walk into the door their shoes turn into rocks but i'm like that's unrealistic <laughs> <laughs> yes I am the I was the walrus, the most realistic game there is. <laughs> God damn it! All right. So, why Panera Bread? <laughs> I, I love like- how Matt has so many questions for Doug, so he can try to convince himself well, Doug's no, the right no, choice. I, when then I say it once, and Matt stops bothering because he knows I'm right, but he doesn't want me to win. My I, only- I just want to wrap my head around this. Yeah, no, my logic behind this was. Uh, Somewhere where you can get bread that everyone knows <laughs> is Panera Bread. And I also think that it's just some, I feel like our listeners, uh, wherever they're listening, may or may not know what a Panera Bread is. So so for the, for our listeners that don't know what a Panera Bread is, it's like a sandwich place, but it's a franchise and they have really good tomato soup. They yeah. do well because everyone thinks that they're slightly classier and more artisanal than they actually are when they just microwave all their soup and shit. Yeah. It's yeah. not fancy. Don't, you know, lie to yourself. They have scones and shit. <laughs> I mean, they do, but... Oh, my God. There's bread gloves. Bread gloves? Oh, They're real. my God. Oh, Bread wow. gloves are a real thing. Contains two size eight sourdough. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. man, that would actually so, be amazing. So oh, it's like, man. I want to have a... I want... It's like, I want to have a sandwich, but all I have are these damn salads. So you just put on your bread gloves and hold Holy your salad shit. and then bite into the actual gloves and you got a sandwich now. For listeners who have no idea what the fuck we're talking about, I'll put an image in our show notes. But the, yeah, there's an actual 
bread gloves that that's obviously a fake thing but there should be a discretion like a warning it on it there should be a warning it's just like don't bite your fingers i mean <laughs> if you're dumb enough to take a bite out of your hand you're dumb enough to buy bread gloves that guy looks pretty fucking happy i don't know he doesn't regret his purchase at all <laughs> he looks pretty jazzed about his edible gloves oh man this is great i love eating my fingers nom 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 <laughs> This is up there with one of our dumbest episodes. <laughs> yeah, just imagine those on your feet now. But all right. So tell me about the kind of of anti-propaganda you would be distributing at, at Safeway <laughs> and how you would be distributing it, Brent. Oh, it would be uh, a mass sub, like a mass company email requiring every single uh, one employee from every single subway chain to stand out at the door and hand out these flyers. Okay, so it's it's, it's happening from the inside out. So this isn't just like yeah, you so standing out in front of a subway handing out Jared Fogel flyers. No, no, no. This is like a corporate structure where like the you know whoever was the most recent employee has to do this. Like this is the lowest ring on the ladder, and they have to stand at the door and hand out these flyers with a big picture of Jared Fogel, like doing like the finger guns, and it says, "Kids love our footlongs," and that's pretty much. Can it. we force and them it, to dress like Jared? Can we force them to wear those pants that are just way too big? Yeah, like, they're wearing the oversized like, pants. Look at this. Yeah. He looks like a bag and sack and berry from all that. Were those Keenan Mitchell character? Were those or overalls Kenan, or no? Keenan Thompson. No, those weren't overalls. No. It was just a pair of jeans. Those were just enormous pants. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is like instituted, like with the clothing one. If I was just president for the day and I had to force them to do this, in this world, I'm the president of the subway and I'm just like, yeah, you're doing this or I'm tearing this bitch down from the inside. Hmm. They don't have a choice in it. <sighs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um so I think I think I'm going to have to um go with Bren's answer on this one actually because oh, in, in all honesty s- let, 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 yeah. I got to tell you why. I got to tell you why I had to go with Bren's There's answer. No I don't even care why. I'm just glad I won. logical reason that this because, makes sense. No, <laughs> because dumping a bucket of rocks on somebody isn't a prank, it's murder. <laughs> <laughs> People have died from less. Yeah, if 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 you're just like on your lunch break and <laughs> you know you walk across the street to like a Panera and you're like, you know what, I, today I'm gonna have a grilled cheese with a tomato soup and a bread bowl. You know I was thinking like the broccoli and cheese soup, maybe a little <laughs> <laughs> No, it wouldn't even be like that because buckets <laughs> buckets fall down when they're full of solids. They don't it's not gonna tumble over and dump all the into it's you're just gonna get a solid bucket of rocks <laughs> to the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thump, and you're you're just gonna be out cold. You like everybody's oh, just it was, gonna like, pouring die. out. Like oh, well, they're supposed to pour out. Who knows? Maybe that'll happen. You're like, gonna you're gonna prank the first person, and then you're gonna ha- there's just gonna be blood everywhere, and like people are gonna start screaming, and like paramedics are gonna show up and handcuff you and take you away. Whereas I no, I won't be anywhere to be found. But the interesting <laughs> thing is, that, I'll be that, in Cancun smoking a big cigar with a margarita on my hand at the beach. <laughs> I got away with the plan, a perfect heist. <laughs> the thing you're forgetting, though, is that every like, even though someone may or may not get hurt, there'd be rocks distributed <laughs> may, everywhere, may get hurt. and all of those rocks have uh, the breadshoes.rocks website on it, and that's how we're going to get known. Uh, like, no one listens to our podcast, but like, it'll get in the news. People be like, Bread, breadshoes.rocks kills people. One who, one who else is also known? Jeffrey Dahmer. But it's not good publicity. Oh, you're right. I guess. <laughs> Lesson learned. See, this is a learning podcast, folks. God damn it. And you know, like, a little kid's going to run in there because they're super jazzed to go to Panera for the first time, and they run in front of their parents, and then boom, you just killed a kid. I just think the listener really believes. Meanwhile, I'm raising child safety by letting them know which spokesperson's a pedophile. That's what. No, so I'm saving children. You're already, hitting them with rocks. We already know who that he is, and you're. If anything, you're just creeping out parents. And I, eh. your answer blows. <laughs> two birds, two wow. birds with one bucket full of rocks. Uh, well, I lose. You win. Yeah. Oh, losing streak over. I think. Woohoo! Let's do some plugs and wrap this one up. Where can listeners find you, Bren? Uh, they know. They don't care. 
Fair enough. Uh, how about you, Matt? <laughs> uh, you can go to almostbetter.net and click on the latest episode of Almost Better Than Dragons. Uh, I've been hard at work editing. Uh, we're back. If you were subscribed before and you're not subscribed now, what the fuck? Come back. Come yeah. back. Come, come back, please. Please come back. We, season we, we 2 is you. really good. Th- things happen. Doug, you already started listening out of to uh, the new episode. What did, what did you think? Oh, it's fucking amazing. I'm oh, really see? excited to be back into it. It's good stuff. So, Totally. And uh, speaking of the network, uh, as most listen- listeners are aware, we have the Erie Canal Theater podcast to check out for anyone who's into like radio drama sidecast stuff. Like it's uh, it's really awesome. And as far as we go, uh, if you want to give us a like or follow on Facebook, that'd be great. Uh, our handle's ABT Silence. I'm personally streaming every Tuesday and Thursday at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. So, yeah, lately I'm playing Grim Dawn. I might be playing uh, Portal 2 with a fan of the show, Chiz. Shout out to him. Chiz. Uh, pl- play- first met him playing some Rocket League and stuff, and he became God, a fan he of the show. us. He carried us so hard. Oh, yeah, he's a veteran, and he's incredible so terrible. at that game. <laughs> uh, but he said to me that he might uh, want to do the whole Portal 2 co-op, because I never did it yet. So we might be streaming that. So it's either that or Grim Dawn. So if you're interested, check it out. Um, but thanks so much for t- listening to our podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week. And check us out on breadshoes.rocks. <laughs>